to the 2020 NFL Pro Bowl live in Orlando, Florida. Hold it's on. fourth and forever. We're 20 second timeout. Could That's be it. a full, folks. I get to do the intro. I won the ballsy bet of the week. Damn it. How's that chest hair feeling? Uh, full, Jewish. Mm. I happen to remember the Titans, and your luck with the Titans ran out, bud. Oh, was hoping you wouldn't bring this up. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> welcome to Fourth and Forever. I'm Mark Sanchez. This is Adam Ray. We're down at the 2020 Pro Bowl here in Orlando, Florida. Huge, huge show for us. Big First show First time on location yeah. for us, so we traveled. We got a lot of we made outtakes it. from that. Got peanuts on the flight. Creepy stuff. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Great guest today, yeah. uh, Deshaun Watson, wow. quarterback coach, Quincy Avery. I don't know how you have a poll like this, but this is pretty Dude, cool. all I did, I hit up Deshaun. Um, I knew a buddy who knew a buddy who had his Facebook page, and he sent him a DM, and Basically, he got back. Basically, you DM'd Deshaun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he responded, so. It's a great show, spin-off show, DMing Deshaun, <laughs> and just all these uh, white dude sports fans that don't get replies. <laughs> so we're stoked to have him on the show. Um, and then we're going to shave your, your chest, which is going to be great. Well, if we shave it, I would love that. But I wax think it, excuse was me. Wax it. But, yeah. um, but we can also feel it out when we get there. Because, like, my I chest is wax. kind of a delicate part of my body. And, um, you know, I came to Orlando to have fun. And if I'm bleeding from the neck down, <laughs> how much fun are we having? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I'm fired up. This is, uh, look, the, one of the perks of, of uh, having you be a part of the show is getting us hookups like this and getting us to uh, talk to the NFL's best. And, um, man, uh, you know, some of these, uh, first of all, just being at the Pro Bowl, right. like, you walk in, they go, hey, who are you? And then they give you this. And then, well, they go, who are you? Where'd you get that jean jacket? Uh, don't you know you're in Florida? And I go, yeah, but it's a style choice. And then they go, wait, you're not on the list. And then they look it up, and then they have to call down. It was a whole thing, but I got one. And Mark was already here because that costs a lot changes. of money, by the way. Yeah, I just had to pay for it. But hey, man, memories. Uh, but uh, can you I mean, not ask Deshaun to sign that? By the way, let's not fan out, okay? Oh man, I know he's not a Seahawk, but yet. <laughs> oh god, here we go. <laughs> I is there something about being down here? Like for a player, it's obviously. Like, you've been around situations like this way more than I have, so is it easy to uh, kind of... Actually, this is... That's really funny you say that. That's my first Pro Bowl. Mark! <laughs> guys! That's self-deprecating, so... <laughs> but, okay, but you've uh, been no, Honestly, in... to see the environment, to see the guys kind of, you know, just cut loose a little bit. Yeah. And a lot of them are with their families. The, all their wives get together. They this get is to a big family game, right? Huge yeah. family game. It's a free vacation for them. So they're out at the pool, hanging out. All their kids are running around together. They're talking about, you know, games. They're talking about playing. What up, babe? They're talking about games. They're talking. I love about your hat. <laughs> Fuck! I panicked. Pull it. Um, what? Damn it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a big. It's a vacay. Yeah, it's a huge vacation for these guys. They, How much is the game a concern for? Well, you? you've seen. I mean, it's not like full tackle football. Right. It's pretty mellow. They and should guys go flag at each some other. Point. It seems like that's the direction it's heading. Right? It really is. But guys just, they respect each other so much. Like, and we've talked about this, I think, maybe not on air, but one of the most important things that guys say to each other after games, I mean, it can be a heated game, it's, it's intense, it's competitive, but everybody just says, hey man, good luck, stay healthy. Like, there's like a respect around wow. the league of guys. Nobody wants to hurt anybody. And everybody wants to win, but nobody wants to hurt anybody. So when you're at an event like this, they're not... Not trying to take anybody's head off, you know. This is also a chance, I would assume, for guys to like build that rapport even more. Exactly. And it's like uh, it's it's a hang. It's like for any, I mean, sports all-star game. It's that sure. chance where you can kind of hopefully go, oh man, we're 
in the competitive grind the whole right. time, so there's a chance to actually hang and get to know someone and, one-on-one. I mean, for those competitive guys that know other guys are going to be free agents, hey, man, this is your chance to recruit. <laughs> go wow. recruit your guy. That's go talk. Thing, hey, isn't it? You know, throw him a couple extra balls in the game. Go, you know, take him to a movie, take him to oh dinner or something God, like that. Why not? think about that. Come on, man. This You're auditioning for a potential new job. Potentially, Team. Yeah. I mean, the Seahawks are coaching, so. Fired up about that. Pete, if you are watching. Straight jacket. <laughs> if I see Pete, Russ, Shaq, or Bobby, I'm going to lose my oh, fucking mind. I wore my Pete Carroll um, Seahawk thong, so uh, <laughs> not true. We'll edit that out. Actually, you know what? We'll edit it out and send it a direct link to Pete. Um, how much do you get to relax, and is the game even... Do you think these guys are actually like prepping game-wise? Is it's, there a game it's plan? It's very relaxed. It's walkthroughs. It's basic calls. Is it just audibles at the line for the QBs? I mean, they're just drawing plays in the dirt. I mean, they have ideas, but whatever they call in the huddle is kind of like a starting point. Think of it like an essay prompt. Like, yeah. you kind of take it wherever you want. This game reminds me of like recess football, where like if exactly. you were a cu- quarterback, football, you got to do this where you look at guys and go, you go I like that, and I you go like both that. teams, both coordinators. It's the Ravens and um, Hawks. And uh, Hawks, uh, Seahawks coaching staffs. Right. So I guarantee they have, you know, a flea flicker, a reverse, a double reverse, a reverse pass. They have all that. Has Just, anyone ever gotten injured in the Pro Bowl? It's happened, but probably shouldn't bring it up. The more that I've seen, like, interviews with athletes and I mean also you're like my you know gauge for the sensibility comedically of athletes because I'm like oh they should all be this cool and loose (laughs) but it's like you know not everybody's like that yeah not everybody's Mark Sanchez whoa um speaking of Mark Sanchez you got to host the skills challenge I did I did that it was uh it was really cool it was so I hosted it wasn't on tv it didn't air because obviously better face for radio right dude stop don't uh (laughs) It's just the fans in the stadium, so yeah. it was on like the loud speaker, the oh, PA dope. system. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so the guy who actually is the uh, the voice of the Super Bowl and a lot of um, NFL films and type stuff. No, his way. name's Roach. I got to hang out with him. We went no to dinner the way. other night, and he is awesome. He does a lot. Of, he's trying to break into voiceover stuff like you do. With the NFL films guy, you had dinner with. So uh, he was like, "Give me a Caesar salad yes, with chicken yes. on the side." He said, uh, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and he said. Uh, he said, I'll have the, uh, what were the tacos? He said, uh, the pork belly tacos. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> you could have literally Give said. Give me the Troy Aikman margarita. Like, uh, and steamy the pile <laughs> of horse crap. And I would eat it just because of the way he says it. Dude, it's that's so, amazing. It's really impressive. But so he would send it down to us. He's like, and now back to the field with Mark and Olivia. That's so Boom. cool. And so we would do our, you know, analysis of the players and stuff. So it was it's cold and rainy, and they had this full-on like obstacle course. Do they like doing it? Uh, see, so I think at the beginning, it's like I said, it's cold and rainy. So I'm like, ooh, if anybody pulls something or anything, like I hope these guys are warmed up. You know, I'm thinking total doomsday, like ooh, I yes, have, you you know, to. I don't want anything bad to happen. Especially, it's, I'm involved in it now. I'm like, yep. let's yep. just make sure everybody has fun. But it's all for the fans. It's all for the fans, and so you get these guys together. You got to understand, these are the top athletes in the world, right? And they're so competitive. They wouldn't get here. They wouldn't be at this level if they weren't competitive. Yeah. So when things start happening, you know, everybody kind of filters in. It's yeah, a little yeah, slow. Yeah. But when it starts happening, somebody puts a ball in their hand. Somebody says, hey, there's a time limit. There's a score. There's some, some sort of competition, just like a total male. Boom. I mean, these guys come alive. And they compete their ass off. It's, it's really impressive. So I'm talking to um, 
you know, you see Deshaun come in, and he's done the Pro Bowl stuff before, but yep. they're figuring out how to uh, hit those targets, you know, uh, for the quarterbacks. They do their quarterback skills, whatever. Yeah, those are not easy no. games for them to no. participate in. They're not easy. It's a little easier than an actual game because nobody's trying to hit you. For sure. But still, there's, you know, there's some strategy to it. And he, so I went over and talked to Kirk Cousins, who's, as you can imagine, very calculated. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, all right, dude, what's the strategy? I think you got to go for the fours and the corners first and then there's like sets of three targets three point Couple targets fives deep in that corner there's one five yeah. deep whatever i'm like i think you just paint those corners quick because once you hit them you can't hit them again so boom take down the fours quick that gives you eight points then you got to hit at least one of those threes now you're at 11 at least you're in double digits yeah. like it's respectable you can't go out of there with less than double digits right like was, was this the first year they added the um cornerback in front of the uh yes the that holes was different to, yeah okay that was different. Because that was an extra element of just it, that challenge. Was, that was tough. Yeah. Because you Those have guys these, can jump. Well, yeah. I mean, it was almost like a, like a goalie. Like, yeah. they were playing goalie yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So, that was, uh, that was pretty cool for the DBs. Because I know they wanted to get them involved. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was fun to watch. Uh, Did you mix it up point, a lot? Oh, go ahead. So, I saw Cam Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And they have all the production stuff. You know, the, the trucks and, and um, the... the you know, the, the cameras that the guy's like driving around right. on the field, right? And they're huge. I mean, they're huge pieces of machinery. <laughs> and they have all these blankets on them to keep stuff dry and whatever, moving blankets, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kim Jordan just puts one on it. I put it on my story. But he just puts one on because it's so cold out there. And he has this <laughs> giant moving blanket. <laughs> and it fits him like, you know, it's Perfectly. not that big. There's your boy from the Titans. Yo, D, D, <laughs> D. Derek Henry. <laughs> Derek Henry, what up? Adam Ray, Mark what Sanchez. Up, what up? You're the bro? man, big fan. <laughs> what up, man? Yeah, dude. Love you. <laughs> Fuck. God, I'd never know what to. You're the man. Shit. What did I tell you about that? What did I tell you about that? <sighs> that was that was Derek Henry walking by, and I see. This is what's great about the Pro Bowl, dude. Don't do that. No, but you know what? Like, you try to prep for these moments, just like you. You know, big game. This is you know, this is my version of that. And uh, I saw Derek Henry, big fan. I picked the Titans. I, you know what I should have said to him? Hey, dude, Thanks, you want to pay for my chest wax? You fucking, what the fuck are you shit this week? <laughs> you cost me my chest there. Look, sometimes the balls don't fall in your court. Mm. And when they don't, you got to take some of your manhood and fucking rip it off your body. Nervous. I have a lot of chest hair. <laughs> Whoa. This room is a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. <coughs> Whoa. Got a whiff of something. Boy, this is... Uh... How many chest wax waxes have you done? Plenty? Uh, no. This is your first? Look at her. So look at her? She said, it's gonna hurt. Oh, she said, look at her. I was like, these are pegs, baby. Don't cry, okay? gonna hurt so. Don't cry. That's, that's your advice? Holy God, what is that, honey? Is that warm peanut butter? What the fuck are you pasting on me? Yeah, let me, I need to, uh, Who wait. Are you? Oh, God! Oh, fuck, God! Why'd you do that so quick? Oh, God. Oh, that is the side boob, and undoubtedly the most sensitive part of the body. You Oh, fuck! Oh, God! Oh, God, that fucking hurt, man. This is the last one, you're done. You give no warning, you just pull it. Sweet, just give me a countdown. Give a three, two, one. Ah. Oh, go, Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy. Not yet. Clean. 
Am I good? Yeah, you look great. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. That was, excuse me, that was very intense. And you, uh, you must win uh, a number one, okay? <laughs> you're number one. <laughs> you're number one in my heart. Look, it was bad. Would I do it again? <laughs> no! I'm getting a lot of chest compliments, so I think I'm good. But um, all in the name of uh, Fourth and Forever, baby. Welcome back to Fourth and Forever, Deshaun Watson. Quincy Avery. Dude. Thank you guys for joining us. Nice. Oh, Thanks for it. it. I want to continue that swag conversation because right. I uh, could use some new kicks. And I know you probably got a hookup. Do they give you a lot of stuff? They do. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, whoever you sign with, you know, you stop by the Nike Suite. They got some new stuff. The Nike that's Suite? Nice, yeah. Uh, yeah that jumpsuit got you got right going. Here. Yeah, they gave me this this week. Nice little Damn, Nike plug. Dude. Yeah. And right, stop asking for free stuff. Fair enough. Please. Yeah, take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is your third year in the NFL. This is your uh, quarterback coach, yes, Quincy. Sir. But this is your third year in the NFL. Second Pro Bowl. From last year to this year, any um, one differences in your experience, but last year, did you see any of the players that you had played early in the year? Like any guys, like iconic guys that you've watched from afar didn't know that came up to you like, hey man, great year or anything? Yeah, last year was kind of like an eye-opener because of course I got the Pro Bowl invite like two days before it right, and right. report. And so really when I got here, it was just kind of like a weird feeling where, you know, I'm trying to like, you know, I met some guys through sure. passing, but we sure. really never had a conversation. Now I'm having a conversation with them, right. you know, sitting next to them, hanging out with them. So uh, it was very dope. I mean, everyone really that we played with. But this year it was more of like laid back, chill. Sure. You know, everyone coming up to me, you know, asking about, you know, different situations and, you know, what, what I'm doing this offseason. So uh, the comfort level is definitely different, you know, this year. For sure. You're, you're, you're one of the guys. Yeah, right. I mean, you have exactly. these iconic plays that yeah. <laughs> people keep seeing. You get hit in the eye, you throw a touchdown, you right. break out, you win a playoff game. Do they I mean, put you up in a dope impressive. hotel, uh, or yeah. do they put you up in the La Quinta Inn like me? Nah, <laughs> it's a hotel dope. Did you get breakfast at your Real hotel? Sweet, all that, yes, sir. Fuck, man. <laughs> Two stories, everything, balcony. Dude, I gotta get your travel agent. Balcony? <laughs> yeah, balcony. <laughs> I have to look up my neighbors. He's not allowed. <laughs> He's not even allowed on balconies. Yeah. So, uh, is there something about uh, this experience that is. Um, when you get into the league, is it something that you strive for? Just during the season, you're obviously focused on being great for yourself and your team, but once it gets to be in the uh, line of sight, like, do you get like fired up to maybe be selected? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I feel like you know this is one of the things that, and, and Mark can you know, speak on it too, is where you don't kind of focus on it during the season, but definitely everyone wants to be a pro bowler. You all, you know, everyone wants to be an all-pro, but, you know, only one person, you know, per right. position gets that. Yeah. And usually at the quarterback position, it's the MVP. So, of course, this year it was Lamar, last year it was Pat. But, you know, everyone, it's just like basketball, everyone wants to be that all-star. You know, you want to be in that Pro Bowl and be here, bring the family to Disney and, That's you know, cool. have, yeah, it's, it's a dope experience. So. Yeah, we're talking about you went to Universal last night. Yeah. Yes, right, and they, yeah, they the Those rides were pretty cool. Park, yeah. That Harry Potter ride was good. I didn't, I didn't even get the ride. <laughs> Come on. We got there late. No, you didn't. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't ride it either. <laughs> um, we were talking about the Avatar ride. And Avatar, yeah, I'm going there today. Dude, that nice. is, I cannot pimp out a ride hard That's enough. probably, That thing, yeah. we were just That's talking right. about, dude, there was, when I was in line, there was a guy in a wheelchair, and they weren't gonna let him on, because they were like, dude, it's too dangerous, the motion sickness, he's yeah. like, I waited in line for three fucking hours, I'm getting on this goddamn ride, I'm gonna fly with the fucking monkeys, or whatever they are. And they're like, all right, dude, chill. And he got on, and they had to stay by, but like, is that, again, another part of the experience where it's like you get to bond with guys you don't get to see during the season, right? No, for sure. Yeah. You get to bond with guys, and it really is big for the family, too. You get to bring all the kids, the mom, the dad, you know, whoever you want to bring, and then just kind of let them enjoy the park. It's another right. vacation. Cool, and like you said, like, that's, their, that's what they're looking for each and every year. So if you come back, you know, multiple years, you know, that one ride or that one experience they had, they want to do it again. That's great. That's great. You, uh, you brought up Patrick Mahomes. 
obviously he's played in the Super Bowl, but he was drafted 10. You were drafted 12. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, Bears traded up, drafted him. Take me inside the draft room while you're waiting. What's what? What were you thinking? Did you ever second guess? I mean, my my experience there was the night before the draft. Seattle told me if I'm available at number four, I'm getting drafted. Right. They're taking me at four. So I went to sleep thinking, great, this is this is awesome. I'm going to Seattle. Number four pick comes, Aaron Curry, linebacker, Wake Forest. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. And I'm looking at my agent. He's looking at me. We're like, oh no. Man, I'm drunk at a cheesecake factory. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my dude, what He's a huge Seahawks fan. Seattle yeah. guy, man. Yeah. So. Um, I'm having a little mini freak out and I walk out of the room, then the Jets end up calling, they trade it up for the mm -hmm. next pick, whatever. But that moment feels like an eternity. Right. Can you talk about what that was like? It's very long, but uh, you know, I had a great support, supporting cast and a great agent. And you know, our biggest thing before we actually got to that morning, he was like, do you want to go early in the draft to a team that you're really not comfortable with, he's going to have to really work for? Or would you rather kind of slide a little bit and go to a nice organization where you can really, you know, fulfill your sure. ability. And I was, I picked the second one. I want to be Smart. in a north, you know, a nice situation. And I had kind of the same thing. I woke up that morning, and you know, Hugh Jackson was the Browns coach. And right, he texted right. me. He said, uh, you know, congrats on everything. Just be ready tonight. So I'm like. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, Cleveland. I think I might be one of Cleveland. You know, well, I'm hey, like, thank God you didn't. Okay, I'll be right. the first I mean, one to cool, say, man. I'm They're sorry. Not busters, eh? yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not trying no. to go. Yeah. I'm not trying to go brownie. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, number one pick, I think they take Miles for sure. But, you know, there's been some talk where they have the 12th pick. Right. They want to trade up. They have all these picks. They got all this money. They can trade up and, and get inside. So, you know, we're sitting there, and I'm kind of sliding. I'm sliding. It's taking forever. And then we get the 10, and KC comes up, and I look at my agent, and he's like, no, nah, they're taking Pat. Cool, we understand that. Makes sense. I think 11 was the Saints, and then 12 was Brown. So we were sitting at 12, and I'm like, this is the one. You know, I think I'm going uh -oh. to the table. I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there. The you start just getting right. cold in the room just thinking yeah, about and it. And yeah. you know, we look at the TV, and boom, Houston traded up. And I'm like, whoa, this is. And then he gets the call, and he's like, it's H-Town, and bam, it's. Dave Malgetta. Yeah. What goes, I mean, truly what's going on in your heart, your head, like. I mean, your heart's racing, regardless. Racing. <laughs> yeah, it's racing. Regardless if you, if you know you're going on one pit, like Miles knew he was going on one, I guarantee he was like. Still nervous. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just that feel, like you can't, I mean, it's an excitement feel, and, and like I cried, you know what I'm saying? I got the car and I just started crying. I usually don't cry. Yeah. You know? That whole experience seems like, obviously, again, a thing that you are prepping for, but you can't prep for once yeah. you get there, right? No, no, you just. Just let it come to you. That's the best advice I can give to anybody that's going to the draft. Is just let it come to you. Enjoy the moment, regardless of where you get picked. I mean, it's special. It's By a special the way, day. Yeah. big on you to check your ego because you mentioned that you had like somewhat of a, a, a choice to kind of you know slip a little bit and yeah, go to maybe a better have? spot. Yeah. Like that's easier said than done. I feel like a lot of guys would be like, no, no, no. Like I want to go. I want the money. I want the money. I want the notoriety. Always, it's not always good that way because you want to go right. to a you know an organization, coach staff, where you can be able to feel, especially if you're going to play early. You know, you want to be able to have the most success right. you can. I like that. Well, um, that speaks to your character. It, and it really does. Yeah. And the philanthropy side. I know people in Houston know this, and it's more of insider Texans kind of fan stuff, but people need to know, you got your first two game checks and donated it right back to two people in the cafeteria. Do I have yeah. that story correct? Yeah. Can you it was, uh, take me inside? Cafeteria, so like, three cafeteria. Uh, late. Hold on. Your first <laughs> game check. Your first two game checks. It was like, As an NFL first, player, like 12th the, pick. But the last pregame and the uh, check in the, the first uh, game check. 
I mean, I was trying to explain that right. to Adam when we were prepping for this. I'm like, you don't understand. Guys buy cars, jewelry, you know, they send their family on a trip, whatever. Take me into that. How did that happen? Why? Yeah, so, Who are they? What did... Uh, so it was three cafeteria ladies. They're still there. Um, and they, I mean, they're there at 4.30 in the morning before everyone, prepping all the food. They're the last one to leave, like mm. 9.30 at night. And that was the time of uh, Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. And it was a lot of, you know, floodings and people yeah. losing a whole bunch of stuff. And I found out through someone that worked up top in the organization that these three ladies were hurting. But you couldn't tell. Like we got back, you know, we came back to the facility, we practicing, they're still smiling, but wow. they lost everything. And so once I found that out, I called my financial guy and I was like, hey, can we do this for them? And he's like, yeah, I can do it ASAP, and I sent it over. And so that's Damn, what we nice. did, and I, you know, surprised him with. Man. They give you like nice meals now? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple extra scoops for you, baby. <laughs> nah, they, yeah, they made sure they took care of me for sure. You're seeing them daily, right? Right. So you develop like an extra bond. Yeah. And they, I feel like they live and die with your guys' games, they right? Like, with, they feel like they're a part of us. Of like, course. The that they're feeding they're fueling. Yeah, exactly. They're probably telling TV? people, like, yeah. I gave Deshaun that extra, <laughs> extra <laughs> piece of lettuce. You see what happened? Yeah. The, next time, the next time you flex on somebody. Yeah, they're like, they're flexing too. His first playoff win, by the way, huge. I mean, that was unbelievable. And, uh, so many questions on that, but like, the prep, the routine, did anything change going into that? Food, like what are you putting in before you get out on the field? Uh, it's definitely, we're definitely um, on a new level. When I first got there, I mean, it was anything and everything. But now we have a new nutritionist who's bringing in all types of food, but we eat some good steak, salmon. Damn. Soul food, like everything. See, it's easy, Chinese. man, just be an NFL player, you know? Yeah, dude, I've been trying, man. It's I do big six push-ups a year, yeah. and yeah. I'm like, you know. Wait, so, okay, so the food does play a factor, no, because I sure, hear this yeah. from Mark Recovery all the time. Recovery and, and everything, how you perform and the energy. I mean, all that stuff really matters. And as a, as a young player, you don't really get that knowledge and that, uh, you know, preparation for it until you kind of get in the lead and you hear other veteran guys. Right. I, didn't, I didn't know. You've I mean, had guys help you there. No, yeah, yeah, and that's uh, the beauty of that locker room. JJ, JJ Brian Cushing. Brian Cushing. It's Mike, you know he's my roommate in college. Really? Crazy dude. <laughs> Crazy dude. Still is. He's awesome. And I laid back yeah. a little bit, but he's still exactly <laughs> he's a my wild rookie boy. year. He was, he was wild. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So, okay, I want to a little more insider quarterback stuff. This iconic play, I know, uh, to Taiwan, um, right? The yeah, scramble. Taiwan, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, they bring a zero blitz in the playoff game. Yep. Uh, it's like a second down, I believe. Boom, there's a free runner. He kind of pinballs you into somebody else. Right. Boom, you break out. And that's the big play that everybody's talking about. Two plays before that is a third and 18. Mm. Third and 18. You know this is a quarterback. You know this is a quarterback coach. But for Adam, you're... Your coordinator's looking at the play call no, sheet no, like, no, we, do we, we got no plays for 30 We ain't practice none of this. And so take me into, you scramble, you get out of the pocket. Go ahead, you, yeah, you explain, so because this is important play, for young QBs. So even before that, the second down, they brought, you know, we were in, I think it was empty, and they brought Star Mike. Mm -hmm. And all week, or all, pretty much all year, they didn't really do it. Even the game, during the game, course of the game, boom, 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 I'm getting it picked up. Gave you something new and late. And you know, yeah. new late, I'll kind of, you know, how the game, course of the game, uh, they're not going to bring it. We haven't seen it. Overtime, they bring it. Boom, now I'm hot. Okay, I lose eight yards. So all year, especially the first few years, I've always had this problem where I'm trying to get the big play. I'm trying to sure. get the big yeah. play. Every quarterback have that. You want of course. That. So... Me, being blessed with the, the backup quarterback I have, A.J. McCarron, he always told me all year, just take what you give. Take, yeah. take it. Let the, you know, that's what they get paid for. So, you know, 3018, I scramble, I move, I see Duke, and I throw it to Duke. I just kind of like, running back, underneath. Yeah. Because all week we knew, too, like, third and long, they sink. 
Yep. They dropping. They're dropping to the six, past the six. So I kind of knew that's what Buffalo was going to do. AJ, of course, I listen to the sideline. He's like, that's our little signal of, hey, just check it down. Smart. Step up, let everyone sing, every vertical. Duke, give it to him. And if you see Duke, you watch it play again. Yeah. He catches the ball, he looks and see where the first down marker, the marker is. is. And then he dives straight for it. Literally, if you go back and watch it, you see his eyes. And the same time, that's he the detail, it, man. He looks, that's, and then yep. he, instead of going sideways, he put his foot in the ground, dives. That's first awesome. Down. I love and that. And then the next play, you know, we go down and win. And shout out, made. shout out to AJ McCarron, okay? Oh, yeah. For, yeah, for get, sure. Can yeah, I get yeah. a twenty second here? <laughs> yeah. Because I played the backup role as well. Yeah. And that gets overlooked sometimes. Oh, so yeah, they, I appreciate he, you saying nah, that because I had a guy like Mark Brunel who would help me with stuff like that, body language, you know, anything. He anything he saw, he would tell me. And that stuff really helps because there's a lot going on yeah. during the game. And so to have somebody like that. Who's that's right there cool. beside you every step of the way, regardless like if he's good or bad. I mean he's there. He's Hey, this time they just take it, give it to the tight end. Let him, you know, that's what they get paid awesome, for. He man. might break a tackle. I love know, stuff like that. But that gets overrated too in the NFL where a lot of people don't, they don't like the tackle or they can't really tackle. <laughs> right. Much, you know, because wow. you, nowadays you're not in full pass all year. Only time you really get full speed tackling is on Sunday. Right. So. Right. Yeah, what was that first NFL hit like? Do you still remember it? You think about it? You have flashbacks. Yeah, hardest hit you've ever had. Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> Which one? Who? Cincinnati Vontes? Bengals Vontes? right before the hat. No, no, the run? Before the run, remember you got uh, hit? Gino? Yeah. It didn't hurt, though. Oh. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> wait, wait, how was it? Can we get a safe set differently? Let's cut to the tape here. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday yeah, night yeah, game. I, I, remember, I do remember that. Then the next play, I ran the 50-yarder. Yeah, yarder. God, yeah next play, 50-yarder. What's up? We good? Just I taught that. him that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I do want to ask, uh, so, Quince, first of all, when did you guys start working together? High school. High school? Yeah, no shit. In Georgia, yeah? Yeah. Okay. You were playing too, or, or what? How, no, I'm old. I'm watching. <laughs> man. I got done uh, playing, and I'm just like trying to start training guys. <laughs> I'm trying to start training guys. I meet him at Elite 11 in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. We just kind of clicked. It was just like having conversation, yeah. you know. Wasn't even that much about football at the time. A little bit. But, you know, we just started kind of building a relationship. And then it's just grown throughout high school, college. Yeah. Yeah. all those things. So the friendship was the base, and then the football yeah. started to become a part of when you got right, over right. And it's still, you know, it's still like that. Like, more so than being his quarterback trainer. It's like my brother. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You mentioned Deshaun cool. being at the line in that Buffalo game before that big play, like 50 different things that I can't even comprehend how you get to a point to where you can be that cognizant to know all these things and to check the play and to see the Buffalo D, and, and you said no, that they were going to pull back. How many discussions are you guys having Pre-game, aside from all the regular game planning that's going on before moments like that? Um, I mean, a lot. You try to get as much as you can, because and you can't really study. And, I mean, it's really, really hard to study each category, each situation. Right. You, you need know, help. To the team. Need yeah, help. so you need help. You need guys like Q. You need guys like AJ McCarron. You need the coaching staff where you can get all this information, because you're trying to, especially as a quarterback, you got to know what everyone's doing. Exactly. Plus the protections, plus the running back, and if they're scanning, if this, and what the defense is going to do. So it's a lot you know, in your place. So you have guys like Q and AJ and the coaching staff who can simplify it. And then during the course of the game or even before the game, give you little tips that can, you know, if it do pop up, okay, I remember this and yeah. this is what we're going to do. Is like Q that. with you pregame or on the field during games? I say I'm pregame during, not on the games, yeah. but, you know, pregame. But you can send like a text yeah. like, what, 20 minutes before the game, be like, oh, shit, I forgot, like. I usually you know, tell him when out, I give him a hug. I'll be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? When I'm going in and we, you know, yeah. we shake and see each other. Him, and a lot of off-season stuff. stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, off-season, and I, then like after the games where you got to go. So that, that's yeah. another good yeah. point you brought up. 
there's footage of you guys four hours after the Carolina game. Right. Mm -hmm. You guys have a tough loss. The media's giving you a hard time after, and you're trying to explain to them, hey, man, they were in a two-shell, like, yeah. and you did it in such a graceful way without being rude. Like, hey, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah, you I would just want to be like, yo, bro, back the fuck up. You <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. That's, sometimes that's what you want to say. You want to say that. Yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah. you're not there. You don't know what it feels like with <laughs> yeah, those guys yeah, coming yeah. at you. You don't know what you're looking at. I know you've covered the game for a long time, but it's different to play, Correct. and it's different to play that position. But you explain it so perfectly, and then after the game, you guys are on the field. Take me through what you're talking about, because usually, for the fans' perspective, it's you wait 24 hours. You know, maybe you blink through the tape, right. so you have a pretty good idea of what you're going to watch the next day. But there's like an emotional drain that happens yeah. four hours after the game. You're still like still, feeling yeah. it. You're still on the and high that, from the game, whether it's a yeah. win or loss. Right. And you guys are out there correcting mistakes from the game that just happened. Talk to me about that. that. I think that's the thing. I was still feeling like I couldn't leave the stadium until we actually walked through this. And we watched the film before we went to the field. And usually, like you said, we wait 24 hours. Right. Then we cool down. We hang out. And then the Monday and Tuesday, that's when we go over the Grind it out. Yeah. yeah, we walk through some stuff and, and talk about it. But at that time, I was like, it's too early in the year where I'm missing these plays, where I know exactly what's going on, right. but I need to correct it now. And for me to be able to, I'm a visual guy. I got to walk through. I want to see it. I have to, then I have it. And so I was telling Q that I can't leave. And so what we did, we went and watched the film, grabbed some food, went to the field, and just kind of walked through, tossed the ball around a little bit, just kind of to ease my mind. And like, okay, next time I'm going to hit this. Adam, yeah. you don't understand how unprecedented. Nobody does that. Really? Nobody does that. Nobody, it was as much just, like training as it was therapy, though. Yeah, That's yeah. part, yeah, it's it was, part it of it. It was just like, yeah. let's get it out. Like, like let's yeah. be done with it. Because it's a lifetime of emotions, six days in a row, right. and then you get to your one game, right? right. You win, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, this is great. great. And I've told him before, you lose, Dude, your girlfriend's <laughs> ugly, you hate your dog, yeah. the food sucks, maybe not your cafeteria, <laughs> but I'm just like, dude, I'm hey, done. Like, I'm a cat guy now, fuck dogs. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a quarterback and throw five touchdowns, 400 yards, and you lose, and it's still like... It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It was that one play where, damn, that one play, if I would have threw it here, I, I thought, <laughs> maybe if I would have just checked it out, or, damn, I did miss that quick out where that could have dropped, right. you know, a lead. That could have extended a drive. Right. That could have. And yeah. it seems like the media guys, uh, more often than not, are trying to pry you, even if you have a great game, but you lose to be like, deep. Man, you fucking six touchdowns, dude. You're, yeah, you're no, the man, sure. though, right? And you're yeah, like, dude, yeah. don't try to set me up right, right. to take myself away from the team. <laughs> the How great much? ones and the people that really appreciate the game, they they remember those one or two plays, even if you ball out. Yeah. Like, Dang, and that's the difference. It's yeah. the margin for error is so, so small. small. So that's pretty cool what you guys are doing. Tell me about the stuff you're doing in the offseason for some other quarterbacks, not just pro quarterbacks, right? QB takeover. Yeah, yeah QB so. takeover. Yeah, so Deshaun, I was like, Deshaun's like the face of football or one of the faces of the quarterback position and he's in a position now where he can help a lot of young guys right. get better at the game. So kind of figure out a plan like, all right, let's get about four college guys. Some guys will be ending the draft soon. Going to go through the same things that he went through. Mm -hmm. Let's bring them out. We're going to go to Vegas. We're going to have some high school guys so they're going to counsel as well. And let's take them through like what his offseason looked like. Yeah. So they can really understand, okay, this is how you have to work. All right, but when I get done working, I also get to enjoy myself. So go out, do That's dinners, great. do all those different things, and then you get them on the board. You start teaching them the game at an NFL level um, so they understand that there's people they can go to in a support system That's so great. they can keep working on the game. Right. There's no substitute for that kind of experience, yeah. especially with somebody like you. You've seen it. You've done it at the highest level over and over and over, two Pro Bowls. Like, for you to even the, – the awareness to do that, to right. want to do that, that's, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very helpful because I had that help when I was younger. You uh, did. I met, I met Cam. You know, he was my, so he started, you know, he has a little flag football team. 
that travels around. I was his first quarterback on his first ever team. No way. In high school. <laughs> yeah, in Atlanta, Georgia. So, like, I met him, and, like, he was in the lead. He was telling me, you know, first-round pick, he won a national championship, this, this, this. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. Not even just, like, teaching me football. It's more of his presence. Being around him. Yeah, yeah just, just being around him. Being a nice like, guy. Yeah. Like, just, and that goes a long way. That's awesome. You know, and it goes a long way. So being around these kids and helping them out and they looking at me as. Is that crazy to be on the receiving end of that? <laughs> no, it is. Looking it's up at you and being like, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Nah, it is dope though. Yeah, right? Yeah. I, the only way I can truly kind of, um, uh, you know, connect is uh, I played Wolverine at Universal Studios for four years. <laughs> that was my first job in LA when I got out there. Yeah, the kids would look at me being like, where's Captain America? I'm like, oh, his name's Brad. He's not real. Anyway, he wants to but that's such a crazy because it's again an easier said than done thing to be in a position where you can affect kids like that and and um, and you know some guys it's not a part of their DNA to want to seek that opportunity out and be comfortable enough like you are to uh, to connect with them and talk to them and um, and a lot of the kids probably you know being nervous to talk to you right so you got to you got to meet them halfway. Yeah, sure. Just trying to make them feel as comfortable as possible. Just open, free, just keeping it real with them, honestly. Good. Genuine, keeping it real. Hey, this is open. Like, you don't have to treat me no different than anyone else. That's, you know, so. I love that. I read uh, real quick that you um, text uh, players, guys on your team, right, oh, pregame? Yeah, yeah. Really, it's just kind of simple. You know, just I just text, especially the week of the Buffalo game. You know, I just test everyone coming in and it's like, hey, let's be great this week. You know, it's, everything we do is very detailed. It's going to matter. The way we eat, the way we sleep, the way we train, rehab, everything is going gonna, is gonna to matter if we win on Saturday or if we don't. That's great. That's awesome. Is that something, again, that you guys, like, I'm just so fascinated, like, about, like, how many things that, like, having that friendship base is crucial when you want to, well, you know, throw some give and take and suggest mm. things for him to be like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Or, yeah, like. Yeah, we do stuff like, like. Every time I leave his house, because I'm staying at his house when I come there, it's like a little note that I leave on the table. Or a text about the things he can Pick up more Captain Crunch. <laughs> exactly, you know. You're out of pick toilet up, paper. Yeah, get <laughs> things out there and get them. Find the check down, you know, little small yeah. things like that. Just to like, think about, right? Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's sure. dope. Yeah, and then yeah. the relationship you guys have, so people understand, you know, you're around somebody this long, it's hard not to be just your buddy. You know, it's hard to be, con to continue to coach somebody. So. How do you how do you guys get over that? Like I know he's not he doesn't have this big ego, right? But at some point you gotta coach him and teach him, and that's not always easy. You get these guys that come into the NFL and they, you know, nobody knows better than them. Right. So right. it's like, how do you keep that balance? I say uh, it's just the chemistry and just knowing that regardless of what I do, if it's on the field, off the field, he's gonna keep it 100. And I'm right. I'm one of those people. I'm big on energy. I'm big on vibes. Yeah. So. If, you know, our vibe is, is top notch and for us to be able to, I can look at him as a big brother and be like, hey, regardless of what I'm doing, he gonna tell me if I'm wrong or right. I like that. And um, it just keeps everything kind of simple and just bounce. You need that, right? Yeah. yeah. I can tell him he's fucking up and I don't feel bad about it. Like, but I know our relationship right. is not going to change. Like, it's all like... You look ugly today. Yeah. <laughs> but then on the flip side, you can be like, oh, shit, your ticket to the game got lost in the mail. Like, sorry. Yeah. You watch yeah. on TV. <laughs> You're not getting paid this month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Last one. We'll get you out of here. Talk to us about when you guys go travel and work out. Any big plans this year? Uh, we have a couple plans. It's not full settle. But, yeah, last year we did... Um, I don't know, like 21 days with nice. five different countries. Nice. Did football camps, but also you know so cool. enjoyed ourselves. Got some training in in different countries. With football camps in like in Europe, like Europe. Yeah. So Damn, UK. Boy. We did one in the UK, Austria, 
Italy, China, and China. So we tried to get one in Egypt, yeah. but it was kind of hard. Egypt football yeah. camp. Yeah. yeah, we didn't really know anyone in Egypt, and so once we got there, actually, started people out. started reaching out, hit me up on on Instagram, like, hey, I'm in Whoa. Egypt, I'm playing football in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Can you do a camp here? But we we're only in Egypt for like two and a half days, so it was so quick. That's awesome. known ahead of time, we definitely would have. If you ever go to Israel, I got two rabbis on speed. We did to Israel too. Are you serious? But we didn't do a camp though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just they chill. love football yeah. out there though. Yeah, yeah. they're big yeah. They really do. Not Edelman, too. I know Edelman goes yeah, out there. Yeah. He was there when we were there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. how I see yeah. him out there. There you go. Is there uh, something in the off season that, like how much, what's the balance of, and you can also speak to this, like of hang time and trying to like let your body chill and enjoy so that you can like clear your mind and get on a, you know, just kind of like, like, just decompress. But then there's also, I hear from a lot of guys, and you guys, again, can speak to this, that you're like, no man, like two days, I'll enjoy myself, or maybe this is it, and then you're like, I'm back back into it. Uh, For me, it's more a, we kind of just kind of, we put all the pieces together. I think every person is different. Yeah. Mark can speak on it. Um, So I taught my trainer, Ryan Flaherty, I taught the Q, and Ryan is like, hey, I want your body to relax for a whole month. So February, you get your training out, uh, not training, but you get you know rehab, PT, get the vacation out, all that stuff. Go to Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, wow. and then once March hit, that's when we we'll start. Time to go. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know, so kind of give you have to, you need right you need that rest though. Yeah, I understand. Sure. I think so. This is all, it's, it's a long. grind, man. Yeah. Especially the way he plays. Are you yeah, kidding me? He's all over the field. Mentally, physically, emotionally. I mean, spiritually, everything is. It's a it's a long time. You're not especially if you're one of the good teams that's playing to this point. I mean, you're starting in, you know kind of end of July and you're going straight through and it's but it's even how you like use your bye week so off season it's four days a week working out but then bye week we always get away somewhere and we still yeah we still work out work out work out and And you guys got the best stuff too to like so you're getting off game like I mean they're you know rubbing it down like putting the creams on everything is that your job no I don't (laughs) he's got like four four women at the same time (laughs) massaging in different areas yeah 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 right yeah Awesome, man. Well, thank you guys so much Appreciate for your time. It, Thanks. Great Thanks. coming, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.